You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. At some point, if he hasn't yet, yes. Stephen King is going to be looking at your artwork. Stop it. No, it's true, though. That is, it's like a, a dream come true. I, I know. Isn't that, isn't that I can't strange? even fathom that. Like, you're making me, like, nervous. What if he doesn't like it, though? Oh, my God. What if he's looking at it and he's like, oh, really? Oh, this is... You had one job. You had is, one job. This is what you came what up with? Is? Oh, God. It's amazing, and you know it. Hello, everyone. This Stop is it. Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fun. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. Um, all right. We've, we've got a bunch of things to get to here today. Uh... Somebody in this room is maybe getting a little bit uh, too big for themselves already. Oh, so, my gosh. Um, well, if it's big, you know it's not Greg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, I do want to remind everybody, if you're listening to this show, Fun Employment Radio, don't forget to click on the Amazon link at the top of the page if you're going to buy anything from Amazon. Also, we're going to be joined by Art from Ground Control. Oh, Art is rad. Art is fantastic. We actually just saw him this last weekend when we were we, down at Ground Control. When we were hanging out with Keith and the girls. Art's going to be in here, and he's going to be talking about the Portland Retro Gaming Expo, which is happening this weekend. All right. Hmm. Sarah? Yes. There is something that you you've been talking about here on the show for a while that was finally going to come to fruition. Because of this, I am going to grant you this. I do think there's a spark in these words. Yes, it is a Squatch Watch because... Oh, my God. The cover of Cemetery Dance Magazine has come out today. It was revealed today. And the cover art was done by none other than Sarah X. Dillon. (laughs) And it is amazing. Now, the reason it's a uh, Squatch Watch, the reason it's a Squatch Sounder, is because... I want you to describe it. I want you to explain it. All You're right. the artist here. Okay. Now you have to. Now you have to go into this mode. All right. Well, one like, of the let me interview you as the artist. All right. Well, one of the fantastic publishers mm-hmm. of Cemetery Dance Magazine contacted me a few months ago. Uh, he listens to the show, which is awesome. Hi, Brian. And so Brian uh, asked me. He's like, "Hey, would you ever have any interest in doing?" The cover art for Cemetery Dance Magazine, which is um, the magazine of Cemetery Dance Publications, who uh, are basically the publishing house for such amazing people as like Dean Koontz, most notably Stephen King. <laughs> like Stephen King, that's his publishing house. It's his publishing house, and that's his publishing house's magazine. So uh, I'm like, well, fuck yes, Brian, I would love to do that. And so did you, like, is that how you wrote, wrote out the very formal I did, message? Little, uh, well, fuck yes, Brian, that no, sounds wonderful. Brian is a he's an awesome writer, and he you know he runs like everything behind the scenes there and in front of the scenes as well. And I'm just a spaz, you know that. So every time I'm writing to him, I'm like, oh my god, I'm like way too many exclamation <laughs> the exclamation points. And and, um, yeah, so he said, he's like, all right, so uh, we want a Sasquatch. He's like, you can do whatever you want with it. He's like, it can be, you know, he's like, we do a lot of scary ones. If you want to do something fun, then we can, you know, you can do something fun with it. So then we actually talked about it on the show and we were talking about like different ideas. Uh-huh. And I thought it would be funny finally because we'd kind of like roughly come up with the concept. And then I was thinking about it. I'm like, all right, I think I could do this. So basically the theme of the magazine cover, which you can see at funemploymentradio.com. Uh, is a Sasquatch conspiracy theorist. So instead of like somebody, say for example, like Greg, 
who's sitting in his house, like reading like conspiracy theorist books about uh, you know like Bigfoot and Sasquatch and skunk apes and whatever they are, <laughs> surrounded by his you know like gone squatching posters. Absolutely, I decided to make a Sasquatch who was a human conspiracy theorist reading a book about humans. Are they real? Then he has a poster on the back uh, the back of his wall, a la X Files, that says "I want to believe," but instead of a UFO from X Files, it's a station wagon. <laughs> then instead of and he has a mug instead of like the walking you know Bigfoot man that from that famous picture uh, it's a walking human that vaguely mm-hmm. resembles Greg for some reason <laughs> <laughs> people did pick up on that they're like is that Greg on the cup I'm like yes it is <laughs> like it's a small little curly haired man that is it really is I, and I'm not joking it's it's absolutely fantastic it's, do you it's, know how scary it is to like have something out there like that I'm just well and I've I've seen it for a while because I, I did get to see it so I knew about it but Sarah of course couldn't post it publicly because they've been slowly revealing parts of the magazine over the you know over the last week or so mm-hmm. and now that it's out there though it is so goddamn good Thank it is you. really is it's it's really amazing and so you can see this yeah funemploymentradio.com it's also the cover art of cemetery dance the magazine of horror and suspense and uh i believe you might be able to purchase something uh pretty soon too so yes. I'll, I'll, I'll just say it for you Pretty soon we're gonna. There's gonna be prints up here that Sarah is selling. So basically, the cool thing is, is that also in doing this, um, Cemetery Dance allowed me to keep the rights to my artwork. So I still yeah. actually have, I have the painting, and I can use the imagery how you know however I see fit, which is so generous of them. So big thanks to Cemetery Dance. Big thanks to Brian Freeman. You are all awesome. This is like a dream come true for me. I'm like so overwhelmed with how excited I am. It's very cool. All right, we gotta stop talking about it because I all right. feel like all right. It's very exciting. Sarah is Sarah's kind of a little bit uh, a Twitter right now. She's having trouble. She's spazzing out. I am spazzing She's out. She's spazzing out. I'm doing the Greg Nibbler like uh, T-Rex arms, like little spazzy arms. Yeah, you've got spazzy arms going. Well, it is it is amazing. Go look at it at funemploymentradio.com or uh, cemeterydance.com mm-hmm. is where that is. And you can also, I believe, order the magazine from there. You can. Is that correct? Okay. Yep. You can order you can it and have it mailed. the magazine there. Yeah, so get it. And you can get a hard copy yep. for and then See, so, yeah, it features a whole bunch of like And have Sarah sign stories. it at some point. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so this is your first like magazine or anything like that, right? Yeah, this is okay. my first published published piece of art work. Yeah, I mean, because I'm usually commissioned to do you know like uh, mm-hmm. like pet portraiture, but I've never actually been commissioned to do a piece of art for a magazine. So it's it's all new for me. Yeah, this is a brand new experience, and it's just very surreal. And it's just it. I had to turn it in a few months ago, so it's just all happening right now. Yeah, yeah. Because I've been waiting for so long. Like this is uh, this has just happened within the past like hour. So I'm a little overwhelmed right now and very, very excited. I mean, it's right there on the, you go to cemeterydance.com. It's the first thing. First thing on the page, Sarah. All right. Okay. Okay. First thing on the page. So now, Greg, I'm a dog painter, a cat painter, and a Sasquatch painter. And a Sasquatch painter. And a Squatch painter. No big deal. (laughs) Well, congratulations. It is, it is really amazing. It's really incredible. Thank you. So Thanks. now I'm I'm going to be uh yeah. I I will have you sign one for me. Okay, great. We'll get some. Done. I did by the way, buddy. I had him so he said that I could get some shipped out to people so I did mm-hmm. order one for you. Excellent. So Good. you're welcome. Good. Mm-hmm. I feel a little bit uncomfortable that you're so comfortable with squatches now though, since that's kind of always been my I'm thing. I'm closer to the squatch than you are right now. No, no. 
Mm, no, much. no. Just because you painted it doesn't mean you know more about Sasquatches, and that's what I'm talking about. With you're getting a little bit too too big for yourself here. Now you're acting like you're all involved in that stuff. Just because you painted it doesn't mean you know about it. Let me just tell you that. Oh, okay. I I am still saying I know far more about Sasquatches than you do. That's a fine painting. You should really brag about the fact you know far more about a made-up creature than I do. <laughs> you know other made-up facts about a made-up creature. You know that more so. You than don't I even do. believe. See, this is where the problem is. This is where this is what's going to bring even you down. Even as the poster says, this is gonna, it is, I want bring, to believe. This is what's going to bring you down, though, because now uh, you know these people from Cemetery Dance, people that who, who are buying this magazine, they're going to be like, "Oh, Sarah, she's all into it." They're going to hear this, and be like, "She doesn't even believe in it." It's all a conspiracy. I totally believe. Oh yeah, you just lost some sales right there. I yeah, think. Yeah, I mean, why would why would <laughs> I not believe? I actually had a Sasquatch a model that who I painted. That was it. Me a and, Sasquatch model. Yeah, me and me and Squatches are actually friends, and uh-huh. I wanted to tell you that because I knew you'd be a little jealous. Right there we go. So didn't want to put that, but yes, I did have a indeed a live Sasquatch model. Okay. For the cover. Sure. That's exactly what he looked sure. like. Sure. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Sarah's mm-hmm. Sarah's uh, cover is out now. Cemetery Dance, and we'll be uh, posting that, and there'll be some uh, I don't know prints for sale. I think is what you're going to do. Yeah. At some do point. some prints so, and some other things. Yes. We'll keep people up to date on mm-hmm. that too. Uh, all right. Well, I knew it was coming today. But then, like all of a sudden, it's happening. I know cool. you're you're all excited. I'm a little bit uh, tired because I did not sleep well last night, and I wanted to bring something up to you about this. All right. So I've taken. I I don't sleep well. This is a very well known fact of the yes, show about yes, me. You're a crazy person. Yeah. Well, I, I just I don't sleep well. I wake up a lot during the night, and I have really crazy dreams. But then I can never really remember the dreams the next day. So I decided to start writing some of them down. And I kept my phone next to me, and this this is over the last two nights. These so you're are two like Jerry different Seinfeld, nights. who like tries to write jokes, like and he wakes up and thinks. Of yeah, except and I I pull up my phone and then I type in it into of my little notepad. Of course, you pull up your phone in the middle of the night and type on it. Yeah, and so so I did that, and there's two different things. One of them, when I once I saw this note, I actually did remember this dream. Uh, it just says. I'm going to read the note exactly how I wrote it. Live across the street from Snoop Dogg. And I forgot, I did have a dream about that, where I lived across the street from Snoop Dogg. That was really about it. He was over there, and then he would have parties, but he never invited me over. That's really sad. So I would just, like, watch from my house. This is how boring the dream was. Like, I lived in, we lived in a cul-de-sac. You know that a dream is your mind coming up with the story, and that's how exciting you are in your mind. No, we lived in a... Is you sitting in a cul-de-sac? I lived in a cul-de-sac, and there was a house across the street from me at the end, and I didn't know who it was at first. And then I saw over there, it was Snoop Dogg. And Snoop Dogg lived over there. Oh, hello, Snoop Dogg. And every time I would go over to say hello, he wouldn't answer his door. And then I would go back and I had like blinds, you know, like a big big front window. And I would open up the window and I'd watch and he'd have all these giant parties, but he would never invite me over. And so Why I just sat there. Why don't you go over and like bring Snoop Dogg over like a pie? Because he would never answer the door when I'd go over there. And I wasn't just going to oh, walk so into his parties. you to go over there. Yeah. But it, but it, he didn't in your the mind, door. Dream Greg was not good enough to go to yeah. Snoop Dogg's cul-de-sac party. Yeah. No, I sat okay. there in my living room on my couch and I watched him have a party. That is the saddest thing it's ever. You so just stood sad. there watching it? I know. I oh. know. That was my dream and it went all night and I was really bummed out because Snoop Dogg wouldn't, was my neighbor. I'm like, hey, we're, we're neighbors. 
and he still wouldn't answer the door. That was that was the first. That's one. what you did. You whined at Snoop Dogg's door and said, "Hey, we're neighbors." No, this is what was going on in my mind, in my in in the dream. Like, I, no, I I just turned around and went home, really sad, like, and then watched through my window at Snoop Dogg's party. <laughs> uh, Keelan does succinctly say in the chat, "Damn, Greg, you're not supposed to be the lame one in your own dreams." <laughs> I know, it's so lame. So so there was that dream, and then here's the other one. Now, now this is something I don't. I'm gonna. I, I swear, and I do not remember this dream, so I don't really know. Live in a world of rhinos, tapers, and octopuses, plus pretend pregnant monster ladies. That's what I wrote down. This is what I wrote down. Say that again. Live in a world of rhinos, tapers, and octopuses, plus pretend pregnant monster ladies. What's a taper? Uh, it's like a, I believe it's a rodent. It's a it's a large animal from South America. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if they're. I can't remember if they're rodent. No, right. that's capybaras. I'm thinking of. Anyway, yeah, it's a large. It's a it's a and large animal. Fake pregnant monster ladies. Yes. What do, and you have no recollection of writing this. No, I have no recollection Was this of writing from this. yesterday, from last night. I believe it's from last night because judging by the the fact that it's at the end of my notes, I was not intoxicated. It wasn't anything. I just. Woke up and I wrote that in there at some point. It's like word salad. I don't. I don't know what that. I means. don't know what it means. I really don't understand. So you I can was asking you, super lame Snoop Dogg. Living yeah, in a I remember that one. That was from a couple nights ago. To his parties, but that, that was from a couple nights ago. Yeah, you can't. You do not know what that is. No, I don't know what that is. Especially the pre- pretend pregnant, pregnant monster, monster ladies. ladies. What the hell does that mean? What am I dreaming of, and what is causing it? Maybe you shouldn't remember, because you probably, that doesn't sound like a dream that you'd want to remember. <sighs> no, it's uh, whatever it is it. Fake it's probably pregnant not monster ladies. Fake pregnant monster ladies. Maybe there was a uh, pregnant, a fake pregnant monster lady who was trying to convince you, like a la. I've said a la twice. My voice is annoying me today. Do you ever have days when you like listen to your vo- own voice and you're just like? There we go. We'll just take care of that one. Oh, I am going to hit you. <laughs> <laughs> like Maury Povich style, like where, you know, a scary fake pregnant monster ladies trying mm-hmm. to tell you that you're the father. Oh, I don't know. Maybe that's what it Maybe was. Maybe that's it. They were pretend pregnant monster ladies trying to claim I was the father. Why would I? Why would I? I don't know. Sometimes like giant monster, monster ladies would like a small little little guy. But that doesn't like mean you. I would like them. They just want to cradle you. But I wouldn't be doing that. Well, I guess it's pretend because they're lying about it. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I could kind of see that. Yeah, so they're, they're trying to they're trying to hook you. Oh. All right. It's being asked: Are they fake? Are they monster ladies that are fake pregnant, or are they fake monster ladies who are pregnant? Boy, I, well, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that's all I wrote. I didn't put any more details that's into true, it. That's true. I guess if you don't <laughs> remember. Live in a world of rhinos, tapers, and octopuses. This is what I wrote. Plus, pretend pregnant monster ladies. Pretend pregnant monster ladies. Somebody needs to tell me what this means. Somebody needs to analyze that dream. I need to find out what's going on in my head. So I'm, I, am, I will await that answer. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Let me know what the hell that means. Please explain. That's just weird. I know. I always, I, I vaguely remember my dreams. I had terrible dreams last night. It was just full on like never ending nightmares, which like I, I kind cool, of re- no, but I kind of remembered when I woke up today. I'm like, nope, not going to remember that. Like they were just awful. 
Like, I, I always have a lot of apocalypse dreams. Oh. I always, I always have. I've, yeah. I've always had those. And they always, and they never cease to be any less scary, by the way. Stop doing that. Yeah, tell my crazy mind then. At least I, I wish, I would, I dream for lame-ass Greg dreams where he's just in a cul-de-sac longing to go to a Snoop Dogg party. Man, why wouldn't he let me come over? Every time I would go, to, go over there too, like I would see him out there. Hey, what's up, Snoop? Yeah, and I would go over and I'd knock on the door and I knew he was home, but he wouldn't answer the door. Or I could hear him in the backyard and I didn't want to hang out with Greg. We were neighbors. Neighbors. Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Axtell and welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up story out of North Pole, out of the North Pole, uh, North Pole, Alaska. Oh, not the, it's North Pole, Alaska. Mm Mm-hmm. The city of North Pole, Alaska, has announced the name of their latest city council member after receiving 58 write-in votes for the seat. Wasn't even on the ticket, however, ended up winning with the write-in votes. The name of the new city councilman from North Pole, Alaska? Let me guess. Santa Claus? Santa Claus! How did you know that? Did you see that or are you just guessing? I did not see that. Okay, well, the city, which has a population of about uh, 2,000 people... Announced the results yesterday, whose name was, uh, let's see, so this man's name was originally Thomas Patrick O'Connor. Oh, so I was just, I thought it was just part no. of a joke thing. No, there really is a guy named Santa Claus? No, he legally changed his name to Santa Claus. Oh, that's sad. Years ago. Kind of looks like Santa Claus. Uh, so he led, uh, and he ended up winning by three votes. So Santa Claus, former president of the North Pole Chamber of Converse, uh, Commerce, Launched his campaign just two weeks before the election after local officials revealed no candidates had filed to be on the ballot. Santa Claus came in to save the day in the North Pole. Okay. Greg, this is a true story. I'm, I know, and I'm I'm riveted. Well, uh, North Pole City uh, Clerk Kathy Weber told the Fairbanks Daily News Miner that it was a godsend that Santa Claus decided to run. I'm really happy that we did get him. We think that Santa Claus will be great. Well, they really don't have a lot of voter turnout. So I don't think there's a lot that goes on in North Pole. The population, so it's, let's see, it's approximately 2,200. So Santa Claus won the city council with 58 votes. Yeah, but keep in mind, in Alaska, so they say the population is 2,200, but mm. that city district probably encompasses like 100 miles or something. That's true. Of people living in the middle of nowhere. There's, they're not going to care who's running the city council of North Pole. Well, Santa Claus has his own Facebook fan page. And he thanks his supporters... Uh, He thanked his supporters even before the results were announced. He was just happy for all the support from everybody. He said, uh, Santa Claus said, today I'm feeling rich and blessed. I should do a Santa voice. Although the final election results won't be announced until next week, I am very grateful that you supported me in my campaign for the North Pole City Council. The Facebook news media coverage was tremendous locally, nationally, and internationally. Thank you for your love, support, and blessings. That was my Santa voice. Yeah, it shouldn't ever happen again. Next up, out of Paris. Now, this is one of my dream vacations. Not Paris itself, but where this is. Uh, So, we've all heard of Airbnb. Yes, I'm aware of Airbnb. Well, Airbnb is now having a contest that's running from now until October 20th, where contestants who apply to win can actually win a Halloween night stay inside the catacombs of Paris. Why would you want to do that? Underneath the city. I want to do that so bad. How is that an Airbnb? You can't rent that out. You can for one night. Airbnb is doing this as a special. Yes, you can, in fact, win 
a trip to go and stay inside the Paris catacombs with over 6 million deceased Parisians. So this contest, uh, which you can enter at Airbnb's website, offers overnight accommodations for two people on October 31st in the catacombs, which is a public museum that was filled with the remains of about 6 million Parisians uh, to relieve the cemetery uh, overpopulation in the late 18th century. So what comes along with this is you get to actually stay with another person. Uh, The listing reads, before bedtime, a storyteller will tell you fascinating tales from the catacombs. Um, You can enjoy Dawn with the Dead as you become the only living person to ever wake up in the Paris catacombs. How cool would that be? They can't prove that. Oh, they can't. People break into the catacombs all the time. At least if the movie Catacombs has any truth to it, which... Spoiler alert, it does. Oh. Anything that Pink stars in. I was going to say, I've heard you talk about this movie before, and if you love it that much and it stars Pink, it is probably terrible. It is terrible. So basically, the movie Catacombs, which I love, me and my friend Lisa, we've watched that probably about 20 times. Catacombs is the story of this girl from America who has a lot of mental issues, and she goes to visit her, like, But she's a strong, independent person? Yes. This isn't Pink. Pink. This is Pink's sister. No, Pink is the wild and crazy party girl who lives in Paris, and she has all She's a rock star, and she wants to get into a fight, but she still loves her man, even though they break up a lot. Right. But anyway, so Pink lives there, and she's, like, carefree and fancy-free and all kinds of the freeze. And so she brings her dowdy, no-fun sister down to the catacombs. Oh, no. To the catacombs where they have big raves. Loosen up. But they have huge raves down in the catacombs. Everyone's partying and drinking. And then all of a sudden, there's a monster hunting them. And they're on the run. And they can't find their way out. And they can't find their way out because the catacombs are very confusing and full of dead bodies. Oh, my God, what's going to happen? It's actually not a bad movie, Catacombs. It sounds terrible. All right. So the listing... It stars Pink. It sounds terrible. I would... Stars is loosely... She's like... She's in it for a little while. Is she the most famous actor in that? No. Is she the name... The girl that plays the sister, I can't remember her name, but she's been in a ton of shit. Okay. Um, she's in The Rules of Attraction. She's the dark-haired girl with, like, the thick brown eyebrows. She's really pretty. I don't think I've ever seen it. All right. Uh, the listing's rules state that the guests should respect the catacombs as you would your own grave, and there are no pets allowed, but you can be assured there will be a monster under your bed. That's really what it says. The contest calls for adventuresome entrance to tell the host before midnight, October 20th, why you think you're brave enough to sleep in the catacombs. I believe I am brave enough to sleep in the catacombs because I have watched the shitty movie Catacombs over 20 times. I think that should be my Is this what you're entering in? No, that totally. That's what you're going to write? Yeah. Okay. I'll be like, um, also, Greg, it's, ru- it's rumored in the movie Catacombs that they actually snuck into the Parisian Catacombs without permission and filmed down there. Oh, boy. Even though they say that they created a set. Uh-oh. The rumor mill says that. That's the rumor mill? Is that on your mm-hmm. chat boards, your Catacombs chat boards? I did... I did research the catacombs a lot after I watched the shitty movie Catacombs. Wow. And finally, I've got a twofer. I've got a Subway twofer. It's just not been the best year for Subway. It's not at all. No. 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 Well, now this uh, latest Subway snafu comes from very close to us uh, here on the Oregon coast in Lincoln City, Oregon. Okay. Uh, a dead rodent was found in a Subway sandwich last week, and it's just coming to light, coming into the news cycle right now. So yeah. a man by uh, named Jay Armstead decided to visit the Subway in Lincoln City, Oregon on October 6th and decided to order a, del- a delicious Italian sandwich only to find... Oh, that picture's so gross. 
a dead rodent wrapped oh, up in the spinach. Oh, that's disgusting. It was with his friend Matt Jones. Now, Jones snapped a photo of his friend's sandwich, making it the first time in history. <laughs> how would you not notice that? Oh, he noticed it. He didn't eat no, it. No, but how did they get made without noticing they that? They just grabbed a big chunk. So this is what happened. So this actually wasn't a rodent that was running around in Subway. It was, in fact, prepackaged into the spinach. Well, you see the subway workers, like they'll grab a handful, like, do you want spinach? And yeah, but like, wouldn't you feel the body of a rodent? I don't, if you grab a lot of spinach and it's right in the middle of it, you probably wouldn't, because it doesn't look that big. Oh. But this guy, the guy who found it in a sandwich was actually a good sport about it. He said, uh, it's the funniest thing I've ever seen and also the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. Well, after the incident, after they made the Subway employees aware that there was a rodent in his sandwich, they immediately offered each customer a refund and a replacement Subway sandwich. Uh, I would I want more be, than a refund. I think that'd be the last thing you'd want. No, I would not be hungry. I'm not <laughs> hungry now just looking at that. I'm like, oh. It's diet-inducing. Uh, so the county health department arrived immediately after in- to investigate. Health officials uh, concluded the rodent didn't come from inside the facility, but instead was packaged in a bag of spinach from a supplier that they have. So uh, regardless, Subway employees immediately cleaned the facility. Subway also issued a statement uh, saying as soon as the customer alerted the owner as to what happened, they were immediately given a full refund and an investigation was launched. To be cautious, all the products in the sandwich unit were thrown out and a thorough cleaning took fit place in which the health department gave the restaurant a clean bill of health. So the also officials say they're, uh, they think that it was a mouse, but they're not quite sure it was a mouse. So it's some sort of rodent that was in there. Oh. We're getting close on time, but finally I do have one more story. Started with Alaska, end with Alaska, Anchorage, Alaska. A 35-year-old. Oh, we, there. we sure were. I wonder if we passed by this subway. Another subway. I had a twofer subway. So first one, dead rodent. Second one, at Anchorage, Alaska, a 35-year-old Anchorage, Alaska woman has been arrested after she was accused of taking off her clothes and trashing an East Anchorage subway Tuesday night. Now, she was finally arrested after being on the loose for a bit and was being held and is being held in the Anchorage jail. So this woman's name is Nikki Abrell. She went into subway. On Tudor Road. Do you know where that is? Um, I don't Just exactly. Just see if that yeah. was one maybe we went on. Yeah, I mean, we could have. All right, I'd have uh, to look it up on the map. Went into Subway on Tudor Road about 5 p.m. on Tuesday, decided to lock herself in a bathroom for two hours and refused to come out. So uh, somebody, a witness at the scene named Tina, said that she was planning to pick up a sandwich for dinner when she pulled up to see the restaurant being trashed. She said she pulled up and saw a bunch of subway workers outside and thought they were all taking a smoke break. But when she looked inside, there was a naked woman literally tearing things off the shelves and, te- shelves and tearing the place apart. Uh, Tina says that there was uh, she was the third person to call the police and she remained on the phone with the dispatcher until they showed up at the scene. She said, I thought there was a fire in the restaurant because it looked smoky, but it turns out she was just setting the fire extinguishers off inside. <laughs> Nobody wanted to get anywhere near her. Not only was she ripping things off the walls, she was smearing feces all over the walls. Oh, Why is it always feces? They always do that. Well, Nikki Abrell put up a fight when police tried to take her into custody. She's being charged with third-degree criminal mischief, harassment, and resisting arrests. Uh, no one was injured in the incident. They don't know what set Nikki Abrell off. Always with the feces. Always with the feces. Why is that necessary? Yeah, I don't know if we were ever anywhere near that one or not, but we were there in okay. Anchorage, so it's also not that surprising. It, it really isn't, is it? No. <laughs> there you have it, my friends. There's your world of crazy. Yeah, I mean, there have been some bad subway stories here and there, but two in one day. Bam. Bam. I just meant it's not that surprising that that happened in Anchorage. Well, yeah. Yeah. There's some crazy people there. 
I, I know. Send us I an email, funemploymentradio <laughs> at gmail.com. All right, uh, so let's go ahead and take a break because, yeah, Art will be here any minute. Art from Ground Control here to talk about the Portland Retro Gaming Festival. and Which is happening this weekend, which is really cool. I know. I'm actually really excited about it. I wonder I'm cons- if they'll have the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game there. Or I the have Simpsons that game. game. Oh, you're talking about the actual arcade. Yeah. yeah. I want to play the Simpsons game again, man. The Simpsons game is fun. That was really fun. That was a fun one. Um, I want to find out if any of my Nintendo games are worth money because they have that there too. Ooh. We can bring a backpack. You can try and sell some of them. Let's make some money. I don't know if I want to sell them though. Yeah, I want to sell them. No, yeah. but I don't. But then I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This is These are tough debates I'll have to have internally. All right, we'll take a break. We'll be back here in a minute with more Fun Employment so Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I'm in your head, Greg. God damn it. I hate it when you do that. <laughs> uh, welcome back to Fun That's that just There's no way to segue out of that. I don't know. Let's just not even address it. it. Let's just we'll just leave on. that as what it is. <laughs> All right. It's one of those shows. Um, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Fun Employment Radio. We are now joined by Art. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Hi, Doing well. Art. Well, Thank I just you. wanted to, well, when we uh, were talking right before the break, I was showing Art. Yes. My bathroom book that Greg gave to me for my <laughs> birthday, if you recall, we talked about this last week, The Best Places to Pee in Portland. And Art's Fine Which establishment. Which is an actual hardbound book. It yeah. is a hardbound book. Yeah. It is funded. It is colorful pictures. It's a very It's very informative. And Ground Control is actually in this book. Yeah, we are. Which I was very excited about. Very proud to be a part of that. How does, <laughs> how does one get uh, interviewed about their bathroom? Uh, <laughs> you, you kind of uh, go way overboard when you remodel your place, uh-huh. spend way too much time and money <laughs> designing a Pac-Man-themed uh, you know, tile pixel layout. Uh, worth it. glowing sinks. Yeah, totally worth it. it yeah, is, the bathrooms are amazing down there. Because so even when sense. we brought, uh, we were talking when we brought Keith and the girl there this this past Saturday, and we were all going to play games. We're like, you have to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And her thing that he hears a lot of people <laughs> say that and it's just a weird thing to say to people. Like seriously, go to the bathroom. <laughs> well, ground control is just magical all around, though. Oh, of course, uh, everything in there. Yeah, uh, this was my first time discovering the Simpsons game. Oh, Sarah, really? Sarah's been obsessed wow. with this. Yeah, so no, much I so mean, that my fingers hurt uh, like through the next day because yeah. we played it for so long. Yeah, uh, I got to play Homer. Red. Which was yeah. which was we had all good. four going at once though that yeah. was that was what was impressive we had the entire family going I think mm-hmm. we made it to like four rounds four yeah. or five rounds yeah it was pretty good but see I you never played the Simpsons game when you never. were a kid wow. never no I didn't go to a lot of arcades yeah well I grew no. up in small towns and we didn't really have and like if we had an arcade it would be I don't know just like a couple like Street mm-hmm. Fighter or something and like a pizza place or something yeah exactly right. yeah, yeah yeah and there would just be like one game but now it's like the whole world has opened up <laughs> yes. Yes. I get to play the games that I missed out on before, which is what you can do this weekend, too. Yep. At, at the re- Retro Gaming... Portland Retro Gaming Festival. Yes. Expo. Expo. Oh, God so damn it, close. I just messed it up. <laughs> it is <laughs> a festival. <laughs> it's everything. It's all of that. It's, it's all of that. Well, Art, tell us about this. It's so, happening. yeah, Portland Retro Gaming Expo, we're uh, actually celebrating its uh, 10th anniversary this year, which is kind of crazy. <gasps> wow. 10 of these things. Damn. Um, and it's grown steadily over the years to the point where, like... I think they're expecting 5,000 plus people this wow. year. It's taking up a bunch of space at the Oregon Convention Center. Um, it's a lot of vendors selling classic console games and accessories. So, you know, Atari, Nintendo, Super Nintendo, all the way up until more recent stuff, too. Um, and then people selling related merchandise or like things that they made. Like, there's this guy that crafts uh, pixel art out of wood, and it's just really nice. <gasps> like, you can actually like hang it up on your wall, have like a Pac Man ghost or oh, that Mario in a boot. Or, you know, people do all kinds of cool inspired things. And then 
we have guests, uh, you know, like speakers from gaming history. We have live music entertainment and uh, a giant uh, free play arcade that I think we're aiming for like 175 games. Yes. Will the Simpsons game be in there? If chances are high. I actually have a list. I'll oh, look at it and tell you. Let me ask you but this. I've chances always, are pretty good. I've always wondered this. So, I, like, uh, like retro gaming expos, is do people show up to talk who are like the guy? Are there still the guys that have like beaten the game that come and like you know they're like the coolest? Like, hey, like I beat like world record type. Exactly. People. They're like I beat you know Tetris faster than anybody else. Are, are there's definitely some of those people uh, around. You know, some of those people are are uh, locals. Um, there's a guy. Um, so locally, we have uh, Robin Mahara. He was a runner-up in the Nintendo World Championships in 1990. So that thing that, like, you know, like the wizard, the like, wizard, yeah, like that sort of thing, <gasps> With the power glove, mm-hmm, where like pe- these these kids actually, you know, qualified and went to like this huge final uh, match. Um, and he, I believe, got third place. Uh, but we'll have the um, the champion, Thor Ackerlund, will be a guest at Retro Gaming Expo. So he was the kid that in 1991, you know, was basically the best Nintendo player in the world, according to this contest. So he'll be around. Um, Greg, can we please bring our interviewing equipment and talk to this Thor? Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, no, if we can track him down, yeah, I bet he's going to be quite popular there, though. <laughs> oh, are there, do you think there are, like, game groupies? I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, the game groupies are probably like, you know, 30, 40 year old guys that just want to bug them with questions. <laughs> you know, that's about as far as it goes. <laughs> How did you do it? Can you tell me your secrets? Exactly. Oh, so they're going to be, they're going to be games to play. They're yeah. things to look at. This sounds like a magical time. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. It's always a really cool show and it's just fun being around the energy of that many people that are into this oh yeah thing. you know whether they're hardcore about it or just casual like everyone has a good time well and so so there will be like the free play arcade but mm-hmm. people will be selling games too is that yeah yep. so if you're looking for anything at all if you're mm-hmm. looking for a particular game or you just I want a Nintendo like yeah. you'll find if you can't find it here you probably can't find it right anywhere um, and there's a, a live auction as well um, where they auction off the really rare stuff too. <laughs> so what's the what's the rare ones? Like, is there an example of some of the rare ones that they'll be? Well, like as far as like rare systems, there's stuff mm-hmm. like the Vectrex, which was like the only home console that could do uh, vector graphics, like Tempest and Asteroids, like okay. those type of games. You could actually have a home console that would do this, but they're very expensive and hard to find. Um, and then people are, uh, auction off like prototype things, like oh, here's a game that never came out, and somehow I got a copy of this oh. from, you know, like some garage sale, and they found it, and it's worth thousands of dollars. You oh, know? So you'll see oh. stuff like that too. Um, I'm looking at the at the press release here, and you have uh, the creator of the E.T. video game? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. What is it, Howard Scott Warshaw? Yeah, definitely. That is, is that the one that they found all the, like, yeah. buried in the desert? Along with a lot of other games. Yeah. Like, it wasn't just E.T.'s fault. That was, <laughs> that was uh, Atari getting a little too ahead of itself back in the day. Um, yeah, they found all kinds of games in that uh, landfill, I believe, in New Mexico. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. is he going to be a panelist yeah. and Yeah, I believe he'll it? have a panel. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah, there's all kinds. And another guy that people are really excited about is uh, Al Acorn. He's actually a guy, the guy that designed uh, the original Pong. With uh, Nolan Bush. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So people are way excited too. Hell wow. yeah! So so they're going to be giving like a, a talk or yeah. Or there's yeah. There's different panels. Yeah. Okay. Nice. I didn't even see that the Tetris World Championships are happening. Yep. Yep. I love Tetris. I'm pretty good at Tetris. How does are you pretty- World Champion good though? It's been a while since I played. Yeah. But that was like my my parents didn't let us play a lot of you know with our NES system we didn't play a lot of like violent games like Tetris was you know like it, it challenged the mind. Right. So I played a lot of Tetris growing up. Yeah. That and what are your thoughts on Wizards and Warriors? 
Oh, that's a great game. Isn't it fantastic? Yeah, I definitely. could never get over the damn wall that's, at the end. Though. That's your favorite game, isn't it? It your is. Your favorite Nintendo game. It is. I love the soundtrack. I love it. It was very fun. Yeah. That, no, Legend of Zelda is my favorite game. Yeah, it's okay. classic. That one's, yeah. And then that's when I that's that's why I know so much about those because that's when I stopped playing yeah video games exactly <laughs> that time period I'm Did, really good at yeah I'm looking at the website so retrogamingexpo.com for anybody right. who wants to go there there is so much going on holy shit yeah there's a crazy. lot there's, there's something for everyone you can yeah. just wander around or you can jump in on panels or Saturday night will be really fun we'll have um, live music and comedy and uh, the arcade will be open until midnight on nice. Saturday so if, even if you can't make it during the day you can just come and play games and watch watch music and I am out. so excited yeah. both Greg and I are going to be going on Saturday and yeah. yeah we're both super excited about um, this what is the what is one of the rarer like original Nintendo games um, there are several um, there's a uh, like Bubble Bobble 2 um, was a rare one. Uh, there's a Flintstones game that came out pretty late in the cycle that I think was like a blockbuster exclusive or something weird like that. So mm. those those are hard to find. Um, there's a game I think called like Mr. Gimmick that um, had really limited release. Uh, yeah, there's there's some rare ones. Yeah, I'm and, and trying you know, to because I still have all of my games and my console, and uh, but I don't know if I ever have any of the the rare ones. Yeah. I wouldn't have to go through. Mm. My brother sold a bunch of mine when I when I left for college. Oh, for shame. Probably for nothing, too, Yeah. Right? No, yeah. bastard. Oh. He took them into town and, like, just traded them It's like them your mom selling stuff. your baseball card yeah. collection. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I remember I came home from college looking for my Nintendo games and just like, oh, no, I got rid of a bunch of them. Well, jerk. Since right. I left the house. I still have a grudge against this. <laughs> you, I can tell you yeah. do. <laughs> Art, what is your white whale of video games? What is is there a game that you have been look that you've been searching for for years that well, you've like, never quite come across? Sure. I'm not so much of a collector myself, especially anymore. I kind of got rid of a lot of stuff because mm. it was just after a few moves, you're like, I can't. Like, yeah. You know. But um, you know, there's a lot of interesting stuff. Like, there's a weird um, arcade and NES game called Chiller. That uh, we're trying to, Chiller. we're trying to, you know, track down. That uh, it's this weird uh, shooting game that was like really crude and primitive, but also really weirdly violent and like disturbing. And there's an <laughs> unlicensed NES version of it because people figured out how to make NES games without Nintendo's approval. So the, the cartridges that you see that are shaped weird or have you know, yeah, weird design are, are games like that where they got around the um, the lockout chip. So some, something like that is is a, a curiosity and something that I've never seen in person. So yeah, that would be cool to see. Huh. Oh wow! So what time does the so it does the expo start on Saturday? Yeah, Saturday and Sunday. If you buy a weekend pass online, um, I think you can get in at nine a.m. on Saturday, which is a full hour before everyone else. Wow! Which is pretty crucial if you're trying to find a deal or trying to find something cool. Yeah. Um, getting that extra hour is really important for people. Um, and the weekend passes are only twenty-seven bucks, so it's wow, actually that's really a great cheap deal for. Yeah, that. I believe that's that's right. Twenty seven bucks. Well, especially so if you're cheap. a collector, I mean, that's well worth it. Just the yeah. twenty seven dollars to get in an hour early because yeah. collectibles are rare, mm-hmm. and you know you want to snag that stuff before it's gone. Well, yeah. and even just to see it before yeah. it gets sold too. Just exactly. if you want to see what it, you know. Yeah, I, I just want to walk around. Are you just going to watch somebody else anything, carrying but... white chiller? <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> like, oh, there it goes. Yeah, <laughs> totally. All right, so yes, yeah, so I pick say up I'm your not going to buy anything. Then I'm going to end up buying something. You're totally going to buy something. Yeah, it's going to happen. Pixelated, like wood structures. Yeah, that's. You don't want games. There's a lot of fun stuff that's just retro inspired. That's that's really cool too. Oh, I like it. Well, we hope to see you there. We'll be there, hanging out on Saturday, wandering around. Yep. And so uh, Saturday, October 17th, Sunday, October 18th at the Expo, uh, yeah, at the Oregon Convention Center, mm-hmm. excuse me. God, I've messed it up twice today. You're I good. apologize, Art, on that. It's right it's in fun. front of me. I read Expo and then I went to that. 
Portland Retro Gaming Expo at the Oregon Convention Center. So it's happening this weekend. Get your tickets, RetroGamingExpo.com, and go down to Ground Control anytime. Yeah, Sunday night is the closing party as well. We'll have chiptune music, and uh, Brent Weinbach is going to DJ video game Oh, Brent. Well, oh, so. Brent's awesome. We love yeah. that guy. Yeah. yeah. Come down Sunday night as well to Ground Control. Oh, very wow. cool. See, and if you've never been to Ground Control, I mean, it, it says a lot that when we have somebody in from out of town, their first time in Portland, they say, take us to one place, and we yep. pick Ground Control. Yeah, so, I mean, absolutely. That says a lot to how cool it is. So that is happening. Go to Ground Control all the time. This weekend, go to the Retro Gaming Expo. All of those things. All of the things. Awesome. Well, all thank right. you so much, Art. Thank you. Art, you're the best. All right, we'll be back in a bit. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right, there we go. The Retro Gaming Expo Art happening. Santana is an amazing person. He is awesome. He's so dapper. Like I always feel I really grubby next to him. I know. I kind of thought about that too. No, because he's all like, and he's always taller than I think he's going to be. Yeah, <laughs> he's like sh- <laughs> shockingly tall. Like he's never been short or something, and all of a sudden, yeah, like, like bam, he just he had snuck a growth spurt or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he had a growth. Spurt. I don't think so either. But I'm always surprised at how tall he is. Like he he's surprising tall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I always think he's going to be about our height, and then I'm like, oh. You're taller than Surprising I tall. <laughs> Surprise. Um, all right, real quick, I do want to remind everybody that we have a contest going on. Oh, D. Leonidas and Photography. D. Leonidas Photography, fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. So they are, uh, well, A, they're incredible. They And David was on our show on Monday talking all about them. And you can go to our website, funemploymentradio.com, right now. On the right-hand side, if you're on your computing device or if you're on your mobile telephone, you'll probably want to scroll down to the bottom. You sound like you're trying to talk like a robot. On your on your mobile telephone or, or your, your mobile telephone, your computing device. Uh, no, go there and there's a link at the the bottom. It says D Leonidas Photography. And it's got a picture uh, from their website, and you can click on that, and that'll take you straight to their website where they've got a fantastic portrait special going on right now. It's called the Fun Employment Radio Holiday Portrait Special. For sixty nine dollars, you get a sixty minute session in studio two wardrobe changes, four high-res images, proofs of the edited images will be there online for you to look through. All this all this stuff, it's it's really a fantastic deal, and you can go right now and uh, and do that. And if you want to get more than that, use the promo code FUNEMPLOYMENT also. Yeah, and you can do use for anything. They do any kind of photographing from costumes to like family pictures to weddings. To weddings, to anything. bands, to corporate events, to parties, whatever you want to do. They yes. do it all. But also we did want to remind you, yes, so we are having a contest where you can yes. win that package. So if you send us what you believe to be is your favorite Halloween costume, like even when you were like four or if it was from, you know, like a costume party you went to last weekend. doesn't matter. doesn't have to be Halloween specific. Yeah. Send us your best picture, your best costume in your picture. Not The quality doesn't matter. But uh, send that to us. We're going to assess the situation and then give out a free package. So I wish yep. that we could enter because I really, really want one. Uh, I would probably put in... <sighs> Either my Loki picture, which is terrible, which is why I wish I would have had a nice portrait done of it because it's of me in a in the hallway towards my bathroom. Mm-hmm. That's the best picture I got of that costume all that time. Uh, or perhaps one of my peewee ones. I would do Dr. Frankenfurter. Oh, it's it. so disturbing, oh, though. Oh, my God. Nobody needs to have a picture of you as Dr. Frankenfurter. Um, everybody needs to because that would be amazing. Like, do some, like, pulling a glove and have, like, my... Oh, I would be so no, good at that. you are disturbing. Disturbing as that. You're just disturbed by how attracted you are to me when I look like that. That's could not be further from the truth in any way, shape, or form. It is unnerving. Know, Greg looks like he wants to throw up right now. <laughs> it is unnerving. That is a creepy character anyway. And then on top of that, the fact that you look exactly like 
Dr. Frankenfurter. It is disturbing. It's a good costume. I've had that one for like eight years what, now. Send us in your pictures of your favorite Halloween costume that you've gone as and uh, win the portrait special. D. Leonidas <laughs> Photography. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Well, let's talk balls, balls, Sarah. All right, we got a potpourri of balls. Just a little bit of this. There's a little bit of that. Um, there is something I do need to get to right at the top of the show, and this isn't really exciting news, but I do want to highlight how awful someone is. Okay. So, and this is not who I'm highlighting who's awful. Lamar Odom. Oh, Lamar yeah. Odom, uh, former NBA player, last played, I believe, with the Clippers. Maybe he played with Clippers or Dallas. I think he signed with the last time. Maybe it was Dallas. Anyway, he won uh, sixth man of the year, two NBA championships with the Lakers. He also... Married Khloe Kardashian of the Kardashian fame in 2009, it looks like. And they were married for about four years before getting a divorce. He was on their show, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Um, He was found unconscious in a legal brothel in Nevada. And I I believe that happened yesterday. The story is still developing right now. He's in a hospital in Las Vegas. It does not look good for him. Oh, that's awful. That hasn't come out as far as what what happened. I guess he'd been there for three or four days. I mean, it's legal in Nevada. He was staying staying there. He's a single man. He could do what he wants. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. You know, no judgment on that. Uh, but it doesn't. From what everybody's saying, it doesn't sound like he was doing drugs. But it's hard to say. Uh, so whatever it is, he's he has he's in a kind of a coma right now. Uh, he's unconscious. It doesn't look well. He's had like from reports I've seen a few strokes while he's been under. The guy's had a rough... The guy's had some rough shit that's gone on with him. He's, he, he genuinely seems like Lamar Odom's probably a pretty good guy. He just made some bad choices. I absolutely agree. Uh, and what, one of those bad choices being marrying Khloe Kardashian, because oh. here's the thing where oh, I'm going to no, talk what? about the awfulness of it. So he's unconscious. He's in the hospital, probably fighting for his life. The Kardashians, his ex-wife, showed up at the hospital with the full camera crew, the full everything... They're uh, reportedly in the hospital right now, like bossing people around. There was a report from a nurse talking about this. They showed up with the full oh, show to God. film That's this. Disgusting. Are you while serious? While the guy's in the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I had read something. Like, I, I read about his stroke, and then I had read that, like, you know, she was rushing. I have no I idea have what no the real. I have no idea that it would be so. Ta- that is. I mean, I have Disgusting. no idea what her actual feelings are for him or how, you know, maybe she does care for him or whatever, but bringing in the film crew to film Keeping Up with the Kardashians while this is going on, that's fucked that's up. That's for sure. That's really something that yeah. an actual human being is doing. He's dying, and she brought her goddamn makeup artist and camera crew. Yeah. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. Oh, that's gross. Oh, God. So okay. that's what I wanted to call attention to. You know, um, that's it. it. It's a sad situation all around, but... God damn, keeping up with the Kardashians. Come on. That's just Why aren't they why haven't they gone away yet? I don't know. They never do. They never go away. That's what's happening. I figured I had to let people know. That's what's going on. We'll move on to something else. Okay, Let's move just on really to something else. I, I also want to specify, like, if I, I feel bad for her, like for her true feelings for him, you know, she still has those there, but Yeah. If she does The camera yeah. crew. The camera you, the, crew. Why would you want a camera crew around you with that? That's awful. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's messed up. It's messed up. Oh. Anyway, moving on. Okay, move on. Let's go to something more upbeat. Let's do something, something more Something that's exciting. Okay. That could be happening. You don't need to keep hitting the table. To Keelan King's Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions, ladies and gentlemen, not doing so well this year in uh, in playing football. 
Their quarterback, Matthew Stafford, he's kind of their franchise guy. He's got a real hot wife, by the way. Matthew Stafford has been benched or was benched towards the end of their last game. The backup was brought in. <laughs> eh, backup didn't do so well either. Which is leading to stories in Detroit clamoring. The people are starting to rile up and demand. Tim Chibo be signed by the Detroit Lions. We have Fun Employment Radio are 100% behind this decision. Absolutely. I feel uh, I feel great about it. Keelan King's Detroit Lions may be signing Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow to the roster. Keelan it can't King. hurt at this point. It's going to be Keelan King's Detroit Lions forever now. Keelan King's Stamped Detroit it. Lions. <laughs> and I bet he'll be first in line to get that Tebow jersey if it happens. So there, there's clamoring. Now, it hasn't happened yet. I, for one, am absolutely rooting oh for this. Oh, my God. Please say, are they writing sad like songs like uh, Cleveland did for LeBron? I tried to find one, and I couldn't. <laughs> oh, I couldn't. I looked all over for it, but I, I could not find one. LeBron. <laughs> Tebow <laughs> to Detroit. So that is one of the one of the rumors that's going on. I cannot hope for that more. It's it's got to happen. All right, and then finally in ball talk, we've got this Major League Baseball playoffs going right now. Somebody in this room needs to make a couple more predictions because there's some big games that are happening tonight that are going to decide series. I will be doing that. Before I do that, though, I want to say something. Say say a bit of a congratulations. And that is to the Chicago Cubs. Because I thought you said Chicago Cubs. Chicago Cubs. It really, it still sounds like you're saying that. Well, I did say it that time. Oh. Chicago Cubs. Uh, the Cubs won their series. They are now going to be in the National League Championship Series. And the winner of that will get to go on to the actual World Series. What was the guy's name again? Scott Bartman? What was his first name? Uh, yeah, Steve Bartman. Steve Bartman. Yeah. Oh, I feel so good. I wonder if he's been able to like step out into the, to feel the sun on his face for the first time in well, 13 years. Well, no, because here's the thing. They haven't made it into the World Series yet. Oh. And they're going to be playing in the National League Ch- Championship Series. If they make it into the World Series, it will be the first time since 1948. They haven't won it since it was 1906 or 1908. I can't remember which. A long time ago. Well over 100 years ago. So if they win and make it into there, then Steve Bartman can rest. They've won a playoff game now for the first time since Steve Bartman uh, knocked the foul ball back in. I thought that was his curse. The other curse is the billy goat, isn't it? Well, yeah, but see, in that game... Had they won, had the Cubs won that game, they would have gone to the World Series. Instead, they lost that game terribly, and then went on to lose the next game, and then were booted out of the playoffs altogether. That's not Steve's fault. Well, it's still on Steve, I think. So if they make it past this and get to the World Series, then I think Steve's off the hook. Okay. But with the Cubs, this is the thing: their luck, the way things happen. You want to watch? I want to watch because I. I I kind of want the Cubs to win. Well, everybody wants the Cubs. I mean, unless you don't, but I mean, most people I know. Well, fans of the other, the teams they're playing aren't going to care about that. They're yeah. going to want them to. And here, actually, while we're talking about the Cubs. So if the Cubs win and they end up winning the World Series, 
It will have been predicted by Back to the Future 2. And also, it would be the first time in over 100 years. But you also want to watch because they might mess up. It's what they do. Like, you, if they're going to unravel. Not the Cubs? Yeah. Do you kind of want to watch them unravel. Do they cougar it a little? Well, they haven't won since 1906 or 8. No, no, so, I mean, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm, I'm well. going to guess that's not doing that well. Well, what I'm saying is when you're doing well. If it's well, been like over 100 you... years since you've won a World <laughs> Series, you probably haven't been doing that well. And that's what I mean. It, they, they, when they tumble, they tumble in epic fashion. So I kind of want to see it happen. I don't. I mean, I don't want to see it happen. I want them to win. But if it's going to happen, saying that I want to see them win. But if it's going to happen, I want it to be epic. Cubs. <laughs> Norman, Texas, bringing back an oldie but a goodie here from Fun Employment Radio. The Cubs will win because meddling time traveler. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that meddling time traveler. Berenstain I forgot bears. about the meddling time traveler. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> meddling time travelers. <laughs> That was my favorite hashtag of all time, I think. That was pretty damn good. We need to bring that back. We need to make that more of a thing. Okay, Greg. Let's let's make it more of a thing. Meddling time travelers. <laughs> all right. We do have to make some predictions, though, Sarah, because the uh, opponent that the Cubs will face is, well, not going to be decided tonight, but the American League side is going to be decided tonight. <sighs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. I got some predictions. Houston playing Toronto, or Houston playing Kansas City. Kansas City Royals. Darlings of the Midwest. Taking on the Houston Astros. You're so weird. From H-Town. Slipping sideways. Riding dirty. Houston. Chameleon Air. Paul Wall. Oh my god, stop talking. (laughs) Home of the Grills. Take it on Kansas City. They got barbecue or something. The winner of this matchup will go on to the American League Championship Series, and the winner will be the Kansas City Royals. All right, there we go. It's going to be the Royals. Royals. Sorry, H-Town. On the other side of it will be another Texas team, the Texas Rangers. Couldn't call themselves the Dallas Rangers. They had to take the whole state. Texas Rangers taking on Toronto Blue Jays up north. Their uh, basketball team, the Toronto Raptors, try to have a hashtag called We the, we the North. But, uh, well, secret is Portland's further north than Toronto. So that that's kind of a lie. But that's basketball. Toronto Blue Jays. Loud bird. Steals eggs from other birds. Kind of annoying. Has Will like you just, mohawk. like, hurry up? What is? Why are you taking Texas so Rangers. Named a TV show after them called uh, Walker, Texas Ranger. TV show named after that baseball team. Formerly uh, run by uh, George W. Bush. Back in the day. Texas. Toronto. Polar opposites. The winner's going to be Toronto. It's going to be Toronto and Kansas City in the American League Championship Series, Sarah. Place your bets now. Send a tithing my way. That concludes this edition of Baldock. Oh my God.
All right. Well, we do have a birthday that we didn't get to yesterday, which we were supposed to do. It was totally my fault. Slipping sideways, Sarah. Pow wow. Stop talking. And we want to wish a very happy birthday to Lisa. It was Lisa's birthday a couple days. Lisa. Uh, Lisa in New York. Uh, your beau, Eric. Oh, your beau. Your beau. Is that how he described himself? No. I, I Hi, I'm Lisa's beau. I really like that My name word. is Eric. I'm Lisa's beau. Yeah, Lisa, I don't think... Your, your beau, I kind of doubt that's how he wrote the email. <laughs> he didn't. He said that uh, his lovely girlfriend, Lisa, is a big fan of ours, and he wanted us to wish her a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Lisa. Happy birthday from us and your beau, Lisa. <laughs> and your beau. <laughs> happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Excellent. All right, I remember it this time. All right. Yes. Uh, I think we've done enough today. Oh, I did also want to say we don't have a song for it, but we do also want to wish Jen and James yes. a very big congratulations. Now, also from New York. It's a, also it's a from New York. York. New York, yep. uh, congrats on happy birthday today. Absolutely. Jen I'll make a prediction James. on their Mets tomorrow. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say their marriage. I'm like, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> I'm not going to make a prediction on their, <laughs> their marriage. No, we're not going. going I'm wonderful. not going into that. No. I am not, <laughs> I am not doing that. But we that. do want to wish them a very happy wedding day. It looked like it was a magical time. And uh, yeah, they came to visit. Last year, I think we got to spend some time with them, and they were wondering what. <laughs> Real quick, I didn't notice. Uh, sorry. Uh, apparently, the Texas game has already started, and I did not know that. Texas and Toronto, and Texas is already winning two to zero over Toronto. Uh, huh? I, I kid you not. I did not know that. Anyway. Had I known it, I would have. Not my prediction stands. Happy birthday, Toronto Lisa! Will win. Congratulations. Happy birthday, Jenny Lisa! James. Congratulations. <laughs> I will not make predictions on winnings. Yeah, I was, when you started saying that, like, what <laughs> why would I do fuck that? Is he doing? I'll make a prediction on their marriage tomorrow. I know their marriage is going to be forever and ever, and they're adorable and sweet. And well, I know, them. I know. Yeah, but in no way, shape, yeah. or form would I ever do that. Good God, it's about enough with sports teams with people getting pissed off. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Thank you to Art from Ground Control for stopping by. Portland Retro Gaming Expo happening this weekend. Get your tickets, retrogamingexpo.com. And big thank you to D. Leonidas Photography. Get your pictures taken. Order it now. Get it done. Holiday pictures, weddings. Oh. <sighs> All of the above. All of the above. You got a band? You need a good photo. Beautiful forever weddings like Jen and James. Yes. I yes. I, I know. I didn't say anything. Otherwise, you're taking words like you're really twisting this around and blaming um, me on this. Have a wonderful day, everybody. We love you all very much. Thank you for hanging out with us. You are all fantastic. We will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Back up. Oh, uh, coming up later today on the network, we'll be Geek oh, in yeah. the City. Let's pause it. Yeah, Geek in the City. And Aaron is going to have his review of Crimson Peak. Oh, really? Which comes out this weekend. I haven't been this excited about a horror movie in a long time. So that's coming up tonight on Geek in the City. There we go. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.